listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Fall in this bitch like some good pussy. Can't stand myself. So good. She's so hood. She a cheese head. Patty melt. GEDs with some EBTs and some DVDs. That shit was happening. She reeled me in with some chicken wings and some collard greens. That shit was bragging. Just cracked me a new bitch, but a new nut on her niggas jersey. My bitch got off at nine o'clock, so I had to shake around seven thirty. One oh five and I'm stomping fast with this big gun and I'm hella dirty. Get caught with this shit. I ain't coming home to like twenty thirty. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Tips Podcast. Your host Rod and and we're in the house mm-hmm. on a wednesday mm-hmm. end of the week wednesday we made it Woo. yes we did thank you uh we made it <laughs> i feel you dog uh we're running up i'm running up well i know i'm running on feelings i uh we we did uh balls deep this morning mm-hmm. and then uh we're doing this so um been doing stuff all day but uh it's always dope to be back with our audience and whatnot man appreciate everybody um listening you know i might be a little inebriated okay i have almost drank all of this bitch wine today by myself um probably gonna finish it off during the show i mean (laughs) let's complete the set is what i say go ahead and do you boo boo yeah if i've been a little bit sassier on uh social media today it might be this bitch wine i don't know (laughs) uh it's in full effect right now <laughs> okay you can find us on itunes stitcher product magic search we can say guy. thank you to dexter for that can't you uh yeah man dexter gave us the bitch wine for um for uh what was it for five years working together maybe or mm-hmm. he gave us he gave us wine and uh you it's know it's always good I don't it's know. been sitting around uh i don't know what happened to my wine glass so i'm guess i'm drinking this to the head in the middle of the show <laughs> yeah i may have moved it i'm sorry um but uh yeah so i drank a lot of it uh during balls deep and uh, i might as well finish it off today but uh shout out to shadow dog speaking of shadow dog they are sponsoring today's show and you can help them out help them afford this wine by going to <laughs> going to itunes and amazon and searching for the best of Rod and karen there you will find the audio plays that karen and i have been in so far it's our second album we're on it with all your friends nick jew mm-hmm. uh lexa yings um like thatcher like just everybody that's been on the show when we go to shadow dog they're all on there i think you guys will enjoy it we got to be silly and have fun um and uh we appreciate everybody that takes time out to do that we also are sponsored by bevel bevel's the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps check out getbevel.com today and use code tbgwt to get 20 percent off of your first month at getbevel.com that's g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l.com um this day 609 bobby Schmurder locked up in jail mm-mm-mm free bobby free bobby they sending all these people home but not bobby ain't that the truth the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme uh and we have a lot of stuff that's happening and to talk about and whatnot but i had some some things i was just thinking about randomly today on via social media and whatnot so i'm gonna talk about them on the show first of all i've been seeing some of the defenses for nate parker and yeah it's bad it's looking like cosby bad the way people are defending it 
like it's like nobody learned shit from that moment mm-hmm. or a lot of people didn't um which is so funny because when it comes to something like that you do realize you can say nothing because nothing's gonna happen to his life so like really you're only speaking up just because you want to make sure victims know that you stand against them which is so funny um and in the comedy community it it just happened to coincide with this other dude at the ucb that we talked about they got accused of rape uh, by two different women Mm -hmm. um and that's also funny because i'm seeing so many comedians try to spin it but they not being funny which i thought was rule number one like you're not even being funny you just saying angry shit and being mad about feminists and social justice warriors quote unquote and it's so funny we are literally at the point where people are lining up whatever the issue is to to fight the other people they don't like right and it's not like it's not even about whatever the issue is it's just that's their brand now is Mm -hmm. I fight these people. Follow me, retweet me, listen to my podcast, mm-hmm. help me go viral, attend my shows, and it's really to this angry white demographic of just like disenfranchised, emasculated white men that are losing space in America, and they feel like this is their last hurrah. Like it just it feels like the boot is going on their neck and they don't even know where the anger comes from i'm sure a lot of it is just residual residual racism and shit but they're angry about being displaced and that's like a whole genre of podcasts a whole genre of comedians Mm -hmm. they're not very funny nope but they're a safe place for white dudes to go it's it's so funny to say that but it is Mm -hmm. it's a place where you can go be racist homophobic sexist it is not really funny it's not really humorous Mm -hmm uh but but it's a place where they get to be themselves quote unquote it's why trump is so appealing to certain people it's you know like this idea of making space for other people and their fucking opinions is just so scary to them i like i was i went and read some of these comedian statuses today and i was just laughing so hard because like their problems amount to being mad at the pc mafia you know the p like like first of all the pc mafia sounds like what best buy wanted to call the geek squad but then they decided like nah we should call it something else pc mafia sound a little too dangerous um but pc mafia what does that even mean what does that do to people what like nobody's like remember so-and-so yeah the pc mafia got him you know we never seen him again (laughs) he went out one night told a rape joke and he disappeared forever (laughs) they found him at the bottom of the of the river with concrete shoes the pc mafia took him out never to be heard from again (laughs) like like uh, 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 essentially when you say pc you're just talking about people that say hey you should have respect for some people and talk about them with respect and it's like fuck that it's infringing on my rights okay cool well then i'm not gonna support whatever you do well fuck you you have to like like that's essentially the argument which is Mm -hmm. it's so fucked up that y'all don't support my hacky ass unfunny ranting comedy that nobody likes except for white dudes it's so fucked up that that's not all encompassing what's really happened especially the comedy 
is that we have the internet right instead of just a small room where you could go be offensive or whatever to a small crowd or to a few people or to a diehard fans of you nobody outside that people group will ever hear about it now you want to put your screed on the internet and you want everybody to like it or even worse you know people are going to dislike it and you hope to get the attention from it because right. you know it makes you validated feel validated that i'm trolling and i'm getting all the attention look at me guys mm-hmm. but it's so funny because i was just watching these like you know what white dudes call each other now to insult each other what cucks okay like cuckold like cuckold yes it a cuck is like an insulting term that straight white dudes call each other one a dude tried to tell me call me that on the in on twitter one time i was just started laughing i was like first of all uh i wouldn't be a cuck in any situation apparently you don't know the rules uh all the videos i've seen uh is normally some black dude fucking some white person so uh, i don't know about the cuck thing but more importantly can y'all just go back to stealing black slang because that is so whack like we let you guys come up with one slang term and we let you have cock that was already pretty bad <laughs> you so un- unoriginal unoriginal your next attempt was the same word but you changed like one letter and you was like cuck see i'm insulting you ain't you mad and like who gets no. mad at that this <laughs> is so funny man i wish i had white people's problems me too i need to work that's what i'm working my life towards i need to be like i need to wake up and the number one agitation i have is people on social media that want quote unquote social justice i want to be like i'm so angry at these people for wanting equality for everybody and <laughs> and disliking and let, hate speech. And let that be my biggest problem of the fucking year this is what happened when you don't have no oppression to worry about this is what happened you had to make it up well you don't have to worry about getting killed and you've lost your comedic voice because you don't have any problems in the world no one wants to hear your relationship bullshit or whatever the fuck else you wrote this is what's left is calling people cucks and social justice warrior and being mad at the pc mafia it's like i was so angry the last couple of days but it just i woke up laughing at this how stupid this shit is at this point like this is really just a cry of i have nothing left feminists are making me mad why because they be wanting equality with women and i don't like that shit why because they want the same rights as me they don't like when i dismiss rape victims they don't like it they don't like my tone and the way i talk about women they don't like that oh my god my problems are so bad oh man okay i got a headache just thinking about it oh my god man i was just thinking about that shit today like there's literally nothing left there's nothing left where we're at this point where you're sitting around uh worried about social justice (laughs) you're worried about social justice warriors in the pejorative sense like someone used that in a sentence with me today and i and it was somebody i know that i respect i reply back like are you really using that towards me like because they were like uh well you know they these sjw's i was like "Mm, come on man we not we not doing this okay now you know i would know what that was social justice warrior sjw yeah we not doing this Mm -mm. we don't talk like that (laughs) let's (laughs) leave that to the white dudes who have no problem which is another thing a lot of 
what i what i'm realizing about comedians which is because we're in an interesting circle now right mm-hmm. we've done this show for six years at this point we've built so many bridges with different comedians and mm-hmm. we have our faves and we have people that we fuck with don't fuck with all this shit um it's so interesting because comedians when i was growing up i viewed them as like truth tellers and these really like now of course i was seeing the best for the most part it's the not best, like, right. you know this like just how people talk about music it, comedy's kind of the same like while access to comedy is much more broader and i can now see and hear about people that i would have never heard about in a million years back in the day right also i'm seeing people that aren't as good they're raw they're still working on their shit some people just aren't funny um and all this stuff but um when i was a kid you know the the comedians i did see um they all seem to have been polished or really good or be saying something that was worth the stage they were on Mm -hmm. and now kind of watching the game change you know watching what success is now for people you know i'm a comedian but i really want to get to be able to be an actor so that i can make real money yeah you know i I want certain things but it's not comedy and my focus right right um so now watching this come to fruition and being friends with some of these people and being able to see the social circle and know who is the movers and shakers and who's currently on top it's so funny watching all these like neutered spineless people that they pretend to have all this like strong voices and stand up for this that and that and they speak out for this that and the other and they're the truth tellers and it's like watching them kowtow to whoever they consider to be on top and use them as a shield for their own like cowardly behavior as they try to like get on with these folks yo it's really disheartening like it's because because and it's not i don't even blame them it's just that they at work right right they at work they at work like essentially their social media is their job Mm -hmm. and when the higher ups let's say management to middle management type comedians that they feel might one day look down on them and help them out are going off saying completely wrong shit that these people would never agree with any other day they're silent you know they're 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 retweeting that shit they're passing it on but they're not saying anything because as far as they're concerned they're not qualified to say anything and they that person might one day look out for them and so I'm watching it happen in an industry that doesn't have an office. These people put themselves in those cubicles. They put mm-hmm. themselves in that box. You like one of the reasons I love what we do, but I also feel like this podcast we have our limit too because we don't really cow down. We don't bow down to anybody. You know, like the point is we get on here and we we talk, we speak our mind, we say the truth as we see it. We are open to developing more truth. We're open to new information all the time, but you know there's people we don't fuck with that we're openly like we don't fuck with them there's people that um you know we'll play a clip on the show and be like man fuck that person fuck don lemon or whatever you know we have a ceiling for this shit because of that like but it is much more freeing and it's much more something i'd rather do than to have to sit back and be like well don't say nothing about this person saying that because they got a bigger platform than you and this shit might happen you know like you know they tour next year they might ask me to go with them right like i don't have to worry about that and i'm so glad um you know that i don't have to worry about it but yeah it was 
really disheartening to see that shit man um (laughs) you know like there are black comedians that still fuck with kumia that still fuck with you know like um the like the show race war right you got you got that show where you know the black dude will be like they have this whole little bit where it's like i bestowed a use of the n-word onto the white dude so you can say nigger now like that's a whole segment yeah you know what i mean but but it's just like is they at work i mean you at work you had like what you gonna say no this dude bigger than you as far as the the medium is concerned what the fuck you gonna say like you wouldn't get that job or you wouldn't be in that room if you was the kind of nigga that would be like man fuck no i'm not doing that y'all wouldn't have a show it wouldn't be the same like you have to go along to get along i'm glad we're independent you know i'm sure they're uh those but but at the same time that's the kind of thing that will get the bigger platform that's the thing serious is going to come looking for that Mm -hmm. and that's all it really takes to get a lot of comedians to just fall in line because honestly it's a job man it's a job you know anybody that don't believe everybody can't be a truth teller everybody can't be on that same shit so uh but it's been funny to watch the connections social media wise to like trickle down to 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 like people getting their orders almost um but it's been it's been so interesting man like i saw Charlemagne was tweeting some shit about um nate parker mm-hmm. and he was saying some shit like uh it's funny how this the one movie that people decide to 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 boycott and, it, and y'all this movie was so great i just saw it and you know it's all and some other shit like y'all stood behind kobe and r kelly and mike tyson but y'all ain't gonna stand behind nate parker and you know what i was thinking the same thing i think about every time Charlemagne says some really dumb shit i'm so glad when mtv emailed me to ask if he come on the show i was like no i'm so glad like refresh i don't want to deal with that shit you know uh we're getting a uh, sound thing yeah let me refresh give me a second but yeah i'm just glad i don't have to deal with it because i don't want people coming to me like why you had this dude on the show you know like you know how he is he said shit and it's funny because the the first time it happened it was just me being like eh i remember some fuck shit he said it's not you know like no harm no foul don't don't need it on the show we've never needed the boost quote unquote from it um as if there would really be one or whatever um your screen is blank now is it is it blank on yours i'm moving on mine okay you're back don't don't do anything um but yeah so it's just it's just weird to to see it you know so um but yeah i remember seeing that tweet and people were like angry about it and i was like oh yeah this is this is a good time to remind i'm glad i always said no to that shit you know we just don't need it i'd rather have the integrity of our show than the the couple of extra listeners you get from having somebody on that you think is a fuck nigga right a couple of extra because sometimes i think people don't really understand that a lot of times uh these boosts in quote-unquote numbers that you get you don't get because we've been on a lot of major you know platforms and publications and things like that and we have algorithms and statistics that tell us how many people come and how many people view and uh, like we look at that and it's not that big we actually get more um followers and interaction stuff from y'all just spreading the word from you listening right now you telling your mama cousin sister uncle 
we literally our platform literally spreads better by word of mouth a lot of times yeah um uh, i'm trying to see if i'm back they're saying they lost me or whatever was that before i hit refresh that was before okay all right cool um but yeah it's just uh it's been interesting to see because like i said i grew up with so much uh oh so i just said it was still frozen all right hold on let me refresh one more time but it's so it's so funny because you just grow up with reverence of certain shit and then you once you become an adult uh you these people are like among your age group and shit you realize like oh these people are just they just people like everybody else everybody else and they working like everybody else they're what they do is different but at the end of the day it's still a job and they still want to get income they still have bills they have to pay they still have obligations and things like that yeah um let me check one time now uh i just refreshed i have no idea if it's working now um but yeah they had they had work essentially like just and it's just like everybody else you go to work you get a check Mm -hmm. a lot of us mute ourselves at work it's just weird to associate it with a a vehicle where you essentially are told to go talk and be yourself at work you know um oh it says network error all right yeah let me uh close this whole thing and bring it right back up and they said they can hear me but not see me so maybe it's an internet thing give us like give us like two minutes guys i'm gonna close this and bring it back up all right all right pause this bad boy uh but yeah uh before we rudely interrupted by technical difficulties um it's just interesting to see like the people you respect or the people that the the career you think you you respect that that it's just work like everybody else you know um but yeah it, it was just you know like i said it's it's been cool to be able to call our own shots because honestly and and honestly is i think part of it is the way i was raised and who i was raised around i never felt like i had to capitulate to whiteness in the way that that a lot of people have to do to be successful in that field especially in comedy which is very white centric like as much as they talk about diversity and shit you know it's mostly a white male skewed genre between 18 to 25 yeah between what comedy central's focused on between who you have to be able to pitch to in order to get on you know um everything is kind of marketed and geared towards that and while other people are making strides in in different spaces and and able to carve out their own niche the, the the it seems the main point always comes back to yeah but these white folks look at i mean look at uh the nightly show I mean, they were like, y'all aren't connecting with the audience, but the audience was a very narrow gap of white dudes, you know? And it's like, white dudes don't want to hear about race. It don't matter what, what 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 anybody else thinks. It doesn't matter how important your show is. It doesn't matter that there's now new competition and all this, and none of that shit mattered. It was simply, you don't pick up with a certain amount, with a certain viewer. And I think when i was younger because i we were seeing comedians who had crafted their voice and being black and speaking on race was more of a unique thing i believe you know like when chris rock was doing it it was like okay every comedian can't do this when um still can't yeah well now it seems like niggas is scared or just 
they trying to be on that cam newton you know i'm past race shit you know which i'm working on i'm trying to get past race okay Mm -mm. i'm I'm running real fast it's hard but Mm -mm. i'm trying to look back at it on my way out the door Mm -mm. not me (laughs) i don't care how bad how fast you run it's gonna trip you slip you throw some oil out there it's gonna hit you in the face smack you in the ass it's gonna be something to be like hey 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 let me remind you you still brown (laughs) i think i'm uh that's that's when we gonna officially sell out is when i'm gonna blink in morse code to the audience so they know what's up but i'm gonna be like listen guys we are past race okay we do not need to talk about this anymore all right so officially as a nation i feel like we are all for that no more fucking with black people uh, nah, no more, nah, uh, I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> uh, if the, if the money is right, I don't know what what the dollar signs got to be, but if the money is uh, right, we might fuck around to be cooning it up, y'all. <laughs> cooning it. Nah, I, but you know what's funny is like that. That to me, that's what made so many comedians great. But now it seems like that's a thing comedians now either don't talk about or can't really talk about for the most part because it's like you're gonna turn off white folks which is funny because dave Chappelle blew up off of race Mm -hmm. it was just really smart comedy that spoke about race and everyone loves it because white people love consuming black culture but now it's like it seemed like everybody's so scared of it man you know but you know the new shit now is how do i get these fans these white people that will pay to hear me be offensive that's the new wave you know for 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 a type of comedian but um yeah it's just been interesting to to witness as i've gotten deeper and deeper in that community you know where it's like holy shit this is like i'm watching people that because look man the worst the, the worst offenders to me the saddest ones is black men because they'll go over there to fuck with these white dudes that are homophobic that are sexist that are misogynistic that are uh xenophobic and they have these platforms that are supported by white listeners who want to hear that shit but i'm like you taking your black ass over there they think you a nigger like you're not exempt to this shit like you think they somehow have all these jokes and hate black women and it's funny but they don't think that about you you came out a black woman possibly or someone down the line in your family did if you black like you don't care it doesn't like like you're um i was talking to somebody today and she said black men are men first that's why you have to be careful because they'll side first with the gender shit before they even think about the fact that oh wait this is racist you know like oh they talking shit about a black woman that's cool because i'm a man and we both talking shit about women ha 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 but they, they don't peep the whole entire game because it's like i'm over here with them and i'm in the cool kids club but it, it's been funny to watch and to lose respect for people and to watch you know people that are vigilant about shit when it's some when it's just racial when it's just like to watch that dissipate once the biases come in and it's oh no this is my this is a comedian i don't want to talk bad about a comedian one day he might be able to do something for me um this is a you know what i'm saying this, this is an actor hey i'm a, i like acting i'm i i really like this movie i want to you know let me do something but 
yeah it seems really interesting man like i've seen people bringing up patrice o'neill who very funny dude didn't i really didn't agree with a lot of the shit he said but that's why he was so funny right because he would make you he was it was thoughtful enough to make you laugh at the angle he took a lot of the time for me and his jokes would be so fucked up the people i don't know if people really listen to the shit he was saying he said a lot of stereotypes about black women a lot of stereotypes about relationships right just a lot of fucked up shit that he crafted and formed in these jokes that would make you laugh but if you got down to the root of it it was fucked up and well a lot of people i think the offensiveness resonated with them but they don't have the thoughtfulness or the craft to put it together the way he did right another thing he was really good at was time and place right like he was he only died a couple years ago he was a person that wasn't really on social media like that you know like he wasn't putting facebook rants up that go viral and viral videos and he was saving his shit for the stage saving it for radio Mm -hmm. like he found his audience and went there because it was like i because if his shit was just put broadcast out to the world it was a reason that he was always going to be seen as quote-unquote underrated because the world was not going to agree with that shit you know that's just what it is it can only get so big um for for whatever you know for whatever reason but it's funny to see people try him out like the god of offensiveness every time some shit pops off like patrice would have did this patrice would it's like nah man that's not how it was going down it's a reason that he wasn't chris rock level you know that's a reason that most people haven't seen a special of his when you talk just just in general you have to be a pretty big comedy fan to be like oh i remember that elephant in the room or whatever and he's funny and he's hilarious because he knew how to execute it yeah well also it just it takes time to craft that and you need to go where your audience is you can't just put that shit it's not the kind of shit that floats everywhere Mm -hmm. um but i think a lot of people the only thing they took with them was he made some people mad and they think that's the same and it's not you know you have no craft you have no effort you have no your shit isn't even funny. You're just ranting on the internet. And, and that's the difference. It's so many people, in my opinion, that go into comedy for the sake of being offensive. They're All not right. trying to be funny. They're not trying to craft jokes. They're, they're just, I want to be racist. I want to be sexist. I want to be homophobic. I want to be xenophobic. I want to be able to get on this platform and say what I want to say because when I, because I think when they, they feel like when I go to a comedy show, this is what I think a comedian is. Like, right. not trying to be funny. Like, they have a misconception of what being behind that mic is and what it takes and the hours of craft and the writing time they have to spend and the going back and forth constantly being in their mind and the going to open mics and the traveling and the not being paid. Like, they don't want that part of it. They just want to be able to get on stage and just be offensive as they want to without a punchline. Without, they're not to you. I'm not telling you a story. I'm not taking you on a journey with me. I'm not talking about, uh, I'm not putting a picture in your mind. I'm just coming up here saying offensive shit. Ain't that funny? No. Yeah. And the audience has changed. I think a lot of this is not accepting of a change of society. Like you're essentially ranting against the change of society, but you're trying to be entertaining to the same society that you're saying is changing too much for you get some new jokes dog you know what i mean like it, it 
it's gotta be a lot easier to just come up with some new material than to write these long ass facebook posts it's gotta be easier like it's gotta be easier to just try to like try to find a way in this world to craft your voice to 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 make people laugh rather than to do whatever the fuck this waste of time bullshit you know like laughing out of um i I don't think people laugh out of uh quote-unquote support in a in a real way like to put it like you really showed them ha 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 we're all laughing because we hate feminists that to me that's not a real laugh you know what i mean like a real laugh is earned it's something that you you know sometimes you can laugh at because you can't help it in spite of yourself you're like oh my god that's funny you know i wouldn't agree with this and that's fucked up but it's still funny and right i think there's something else that kind of frustrates me you have a lot of comedians that are not funny and instead of accepting the fact that they're not funny they need to hone their craft they need to get better or you just need to step away from comedy they won't admit that it's the audience that's fucked up you don't get me Right. no motherfucker you just not goddamn funny everybody is not a white man don't get you you know what's funny too is like because i i love vice principals me and justin were laughing about it today we was talking about it and we laughed to damn near the point of tears but th- like that's it's a funny ass show that is telling you like these two dudes are fucked up they're not good people they're wrong right you so you can still find comedy in it you just can't present yourself as the hero or the one who's right and they don't like that it's like the ego is i have to be right you know it's even when like everyone's favorite you know bill burr now bill burr is everybody's favorite but like even with bill burr stand up a lot of his shit is like am i fucked up like did i like is is what i'm thinking fucked up okay i know this is fucked up like he's crafted it so that he can present you the fucked up thing the joke that we're all gonna be like oh i'm cringing but i'm laughing he's crafted it because i mean it's gotta be difficult to change your voice in the middle of your career right and i think that's what a lot of this resistance is too you no longer get to be hey aren't brown people funny for being brown aren't women funny because they're women isn't it funny that someone is islamic isn't it like you actually need a little bit more than that now and it seems like people don't want to take that they don't want to take the brunt of that that hit of okay my material needs to change i need to figure out a way to make this funny like as much as uh people came down on daniel tosh the reason that his shit was working with so many different types of people was just that he was i'm fucked up like i'm an asshole i'm not a good person i'm smug and i'm arrogant and you can kind of hate me even if you're laughing at me mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's a it's because i mean that's essentially the way shit is set up in comedy at this point is when you're trying to sell this to everyone everyone now includes a lot of people that look at you and go uh you look like all the people i don't like you know what i mean so now how you gonna win me over on this stage you know and some people can do it and some people can't man but it's right. it's been interesting to be within the comedy space as opposed to outside of it to be inside and see the machinations that go on through social media and you know listen to people's podcasts and shit like that it's like we're all kind of we're of the that world is available for us to peruse now right and a lot of times too a lot of the best in my opinion a lot of the best comedians of the comedians that really make you laugh in my opinion they can be a butt of a joke like mm. like like they could be the butt of the joke either 
like you say, Bill Burr going, am I fucked up? Or somebody right. telling a joke about some fucked up shit that they did or or they'll tell a joke and they spin it around and it all revolves around them. Right. You know, and I no matter how fucked up it is, they're just telling you a story or expression or, or taking on a journey with them. But at the end of the day, it all surrounds them. Right. And I think that to me, that's kind of what separates the, 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 the okay and all right to the, not time it's funny to the funny comedians. Yeah. And I think that a lot of these do bros feel like I'm white. I should be able to show up and I should be able to tell these terrible, non funny jokes and I'm not funny and how dare you tell me i'm not funny and i'm not going to be the butt of a joke yeah well you know also it's like internet culture has breeded that as well like uh people always talk about like internet culture is making all these people feminists and this and social justice warriors and shit like but it's like well wouldn't that work both ways hasn't also breed a group of trolls that'll support anybody being offensive whether they're funny or not just because you jive with the shit i mean it's not like trump came out of nowhere right like those people were able to galvanize uh and group up via the internet like a lot of these people uh it's, i forget who was it that said uh it's like being able to go to a white power route oh it was uh david cross where he said trump trump being able to support trump now is go to his trump rally is like finally being able to go to a white power rally and you know you don't have to wear like a clan robe or anything like you can just go out there so it it works both ways like this the same people ranting about well these feminists are just saying this to get attention well you're just saying what you're saying to get attention right like is no one sharing this is no one liking this is no one grouping up and retweeting and all that shit for you like it's been a really interesting experience to see it but one thing i did realize through all this shit is at first i was kind of like man i really wish more people would speak up because sometimes i feel like man me speaking up on different topics i'm sure people get tired of that shit i'm sure there's people that are like i don't even fuck with that nigga he always talking about some shit you know what i mean which i get you know but it wouldn't feel it wouldn't feel so bad if everybody was talking about shit you know um but i was thinking like man these people stay silent they stay on the side all the time and you know they occasionally they'll say like something to me in a comment or something but for the most part they just seem to not want no problems and i was like i was hoping that they would call out you know some of their colleagues because it's like yo man this is fucked up and i know you know better so can't you tug your homeboy's coat and be like hey man chill out but they're not going to and i realized that works both ways they're not gonna say shit to me either like they might talk around me they might subtweet sub talk but mm-hmm. no one's gonna say shit to me either because these people don't want no problems essentially yeah, they, don't want no problems. they just don't want no problems and like, i'm at work right on social media right so it's like they really you don't get any time off because you're on social media all times of the day all times of the night so you don't really get any time off from being quote unquote off work so for yeah. some people they have to always be on yeah so i don't know once i realized that i was just like fuck it i'm, I'm gonna just keep talking because like i don't like talking about all this shit i really don't like it, it, it sucks when you wake up and you're like oh fuck so i just seen some niggas talking about this is a conspiracy to bring down nate park and now i gotta go fucking be like hey th- that's ridiculous and this is why you know what i mean like um <laughs> like I, it, it doesn't like it doesn't make me happy to talk about this shit but if i don't 
there's a lot of dudes who won't say shit you know there's a lot of dudes who might would have said something but nobody else is saying something so i ain't gonna say shit mm-hmm. even if they agree with me you know so that i was just thinking about that shit today man on social media because it was just crazy all right let's right. get into oh, i'm sorry Go i know ahead. and i know we was talking at lunch today and i was just thinking about some of the stuff we was talking about and something that you brought up and i don't know if i should rephrase it but mm-hmm. i did meant what i said oh i know i know you meant what you said yes i did yeah yeah okay so what karen's talking about and this has been going around a lot lately um with the nate parker thing and with the um um with this comedian at the ucb um a lot of people have been like if i see anybody basically not on board with saying fuck these dudes demonizing them and get them up out of here you a rapist too because <laughs> I don't got time, and 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 and, and I'm gonna tell you right now. Come here, Roger talked about this, and I'm gonna let him go on. Then I'm gonna tell you what I have to say afterwards. Because I feel like this the same way black men feel about the police. Guess what? You can't tell the good cop from bad cop, can you? Right. You don't know because they all wear the same uniform, don't they? Right. So even though it might be a one percent chance that you might die in an interaction with the police officer. Anytime a police officer is around you, you have a panic. You get scared. You don't know what's going to happen. You 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 want to record it because you want somebody to see the interaction because you don't know if at the end of the transaction uh, or the interaction you're going to end up dead. Now, you can understand that as a male and as being black, and I can understand that as being black, but being a woman, I also have to deal with the fact that I might could be raped. And because you sound just like the dude that actually did the raping and you sound just like the trolls that are out here when all of a sudden we got all these motherfucking questions it's okay to ask questions it's okay to want to know the truth it's okay to want to investigate i do not have a problem with that i do want to find out the truth i don't have a problem with that at all but my question is this when the police stop you and somebody's and all this shit hit social media nobody ever says we want all the facts nobody ever says let's let's um wait nobody ever says i believe the officers nobody ever says this nobody ever says let's wait till they do an internal investigation this never comes up instantly across every social media platform i have people have already made up their mind they have already made their decision they have already said the police officers did it fuck whatever happened after that nobody and 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 what do you say you say well if you a good cop. Why don't you turn around and call out these people? This, now, this is what you say when it comes to the police officer shit, okay? But when it comes to women and it comes to rape, you want me to decipher your ass between you and the rapist. Y'all sound the same. You both said, well, what did she have on? Hold up. Wait a minute. Let's investigate. I don't have time as a victim of this to decipher who's a rapist or who's not a rapist i don't have time because i am in immediate danger just like you're in immediate danger every time the police officer pull your black ass over i'm in immediate danger from you i don't know you i don't know who you are just like when the police officer pull you over you don't know who he is refresh baby you don't know who he is yeah i uh... and, and and that's why i said if if, if if you are coming out and you talking about let's wait let's investigate i cannot tell the difference and why is it up to the victim to decide right and decipher Mm -hmm. when you get put over by the police officer and you're a victim of this you don't want to hear that you don't want to hear that when the officers come out and say 
well uh you know i'm a good officer you go fuck you your buddy over here doing such such why don't you call him out well then why can't i do the same when it comes to this right um i think well what i was saying at lunch was i think there's some people that absolutely just sound like rapists like there's not there's like there's no there's you know the what was she wearing what why was she over there uh so if you get drunk and you regret the sex now you now it's rape you know those people then there's people that are like well i don't know you know what, what we supposed to do with this dude now we supposed to uh we he can't work again like is no one gonna look into this is you know is anyone gonna go to the police stuff like that and i was saying i don't like i i know for a fact and this is kind of like when you call white people racist i know for a fact when you call that dude to say you're a rapist they just turn off like because they don't have to care you know what i mean like that's the thing like that person is never going to they're not going to respond to that you know what i mean to like well you're a rapist then it's like oh what they're gonna do then is paint you as like oh you're crazy you call every man a rapist it it don't matter what he say see y'all were right you know what i mean now that being said that's no excuse like even if they come up even if they say that they're still wrong and that's still fucked up um and people are extremely emotional and most people aren't very empathetic to that like some of these discussions like (laughs) <laughs> i made a post on ray's uh ray said something and i responded to it and i was ironically doing the same you know like i'm just asking questions and it was like over the top obviously you know ray got it everybody else got it but one dude came in like the next day you know johnny come lately and was like this is fucked up because da 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 and it wasn't i mean it wasn't even about sexual assault it was like uh that dude who punched somebody on the set of his tv show or something and he was like, this is fucked up. You're basically saying this, that, and the other. And I was like, uh, everybody else got the joke. And then you wrote these two long, angry posts. Obviously, we're on the same, you know, side on this. I don't disagree at all. And he's like, oh, my bad then. You know, it was, but a lot of people would have been like, oh, you came at me? You don't get my joke? You trying to say that I'm a rapist or something? Like, and they would have just flipped the fuck out as opposed to, you know, I'm, I have a bit more calm demeanor than a lot of people. So to me, it was just kind of like, whatever the fuck, right? So my, th- my whole thing is absolutely, cause as I said on the show, we know a lot of people that's been sexually assaulted. A lot of people, y'all. I mean, not trying to be funny. Right. A lot. We I know mean, a lot. I mean, literally a lot of people. Everybody knows a lot. It, a lot of people don't, you might not know you know a lot. You know a lot. You, Everybody knows a lot. Right. Really. A lot of people walk in these streets. Even if you just looked at the people who reported rape and the fact that we have such a backlog of, of kits that need to be tested in so many situations, even if you reported it, you notice a lot. Like, so even the, when you take, bring in numbers like unreported rape and things of this nature, we know a lot. We know a lot of people. Um, with the way folks talk, they talk like they don't know nobody. Right. Right. It's, it's so crazy. You, you act like you know nobody that's been raped like you don't know a fucking rape victim. Most women that you cross, most women that you cross at some period of time has had some kind of, of, of assault done to them, be it verbally, be it physically, be it something. And a lot of children, female 
girls have had some type of sexual assault upon them be it they family members be it they uncle be it they daddy be it they brother be it be it they boyfriend something has happened to most women that you cross if you guys would actually sit down and talk to women you would be shocked and amazed if you sat down and talked to your mama they don't want to know right and you don't want to know because if you knew you would have to have empathy and sympathy and you could not go out here and say this fuck shit well also another reason people don't want to know they don't want to feel the helplessness even vicariously that's really what a lot of this rejection is from men it's our insecurity at being on the other end of something because this is the one situation where it's perceived now it's not true it is not this way but it is perceived that we as men are the powerless ones when someone accuses us of sexual assault now it's funny that it's perceived that way because we know in actuality it's very far from true you know like the 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 odds of even getting someone convicted are so fucking low right but just the nightmare scenario that just pumps through a person's veins when they think about the idea that for once women who've been on the brunt of taking all this shit have a situation where people might believe them and you might be penalized for such you know it's the same um it's the same paranoia men have about things like a uh child custody court and child support like it's just the it's like here's a scenario where the hunter becomes the hunted in their minds and that's why you have men that don't even have fucking kids they're not married and they'll like are they'll get upset they'll get visibly angry at the idea of discussing the prenup nobody wants half of your toyota corolla nobody wants half of it right but it's but it's the fear the fear is very real for them it's not it's you know it's like how white people are so scared of black people i don't get in my pool what what's like that makes no sense the fear where's this fear coming from it's illogical but a lot of men possess that fear and they can't defeat it it's like they can't even accept it which is so funny because it's like women have to live with this fear every single second of their lives (laughs) And men experience it for a little bit and freak the fuck out. Yeah, because the thing is, men are taught that you can never be powerless. Like, right. let's let's just keep this real. Like, right. like, 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 like most straight men, you're taught very, very young, you are not meant to be powerless. You're supposed to always be in control. You're supposed to be the provider. You're supposed to be the protector. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to be the head and not the tail. Like, this stuff is kind of drilled to a fault, in my opinion. into men so when you get to the point where something happens to a woman that you love or care about and you feel helpless like you you don't know what to do i mean even the idea of telling somebody to go to the police when you know it's a mostly futile effort that just that's just showing you how much we can't even separate ourselves from being men like we just can't even separate like this idea that a cop won't believe us this i mean which is extremely shameful for black men in my opinion because they do know better but this idea that you know james winston's accuser goes to the police and the cop tells her then like you sure you want to move forward with this this is a fair this florida this florida state now um you know like that's not your job to give me your advice like your, your job is to take the report your job is to go find this person the fact that you know um they didn't want to um go and interview Jameis winston he said they called him he said i ain't coming um they was like okay well nothing we can do let it go 
like these are hurdles for a victim this is something that a cop should have done on his own you know um the fact that it took several months to get the dna results back where it normally takes 90 days for her it took like six seven months then that result came back and then it was okay now we definitely had to interview james we had to, he comes in the school was like we're going to do an investigation he said i'm not going to talk to y'all they dropped the investigation because he wouldn't talk to them like these are facts this is institutional like this is not you know whether this this doesn't even matter on whether or not you think a sexual assault occurred it literally doesn't matter it's telling you the institution uh is that way um well i'll wait to see if more people say that um but uh it's telling you that the institution is set up a certain way where the they're protecting their own they're protecting this player you know that's what's most important to them um not not the safety and well-being of the other student who also goes there uh so it's you know it completely goes into uh protection mode for the university as a brand you know for the for the college football program for things of this nature so it's just kind of interesting to see that stuff um play out you know right and you know what just like the officers do an internal investigation the school did internal investigation they they checking and balancing themselves yeah i I, it's but the point being it's such an uphill battle right you know so it's just sad to see people say that stupid shit um like they can't understand you know i've had my phone stolen i've never called the cops i don't like i think if they understood how common no matter how traumatic it is but how common it is they will understand why everybody ain't so fucking vigilant it's not a movie it's not made for tv movie a lot of people are like that happened to me i have to move on with my life i just have other shit you know i'm gonna try to compact this away and move on rather than be re-traumatized by pursuing this person or whatever and it's fucked up because we've just been taught that well you just go to the police and you get justice and it and it works out and it'll be fine and that's the solution and none of us could a lot of people can't relate to the idea that someone would say i don't think that's gonna work so i'm not even gonna try right how many stories y'all have we read about hundreds and thousands of kids that they threw away hundreds and thousands of kids that's been sitting 20 30 years that have never been tested people are raising money to get rape test rape test um kids tested you have some states that's so fucked up they're charged they charge they charge the victim for the for the rape kit right so yeah it's been it's been interesting to see people just completely lose their shit over this over you know they're painting people as victims because they're like people are basically trolling women and victims and um survivors and and all this they're trolling these people with these long ass angry posts with a lot of inflammatory rhetoric and then i'm watching men retweet them and go well or or share their posts and be like yeah man this poor guy he's so many people are mad at him it's like you wouldn't even if you believed what he said you wouldn't say it that way right and you knew better than to say it that way but now you're painting him as a victim when he's absolutely inciting people to be upset with him on purpose and you're falling for it like a sucker it's so sad to see go ahead i'm sorry no my thing is like and then when women get angry and come out the woodworks it's like right. black men get angry and right. come out the woodworks because when shit happened to y'all and somebody and one of y'all get shot by the police uh you don't want to hear nothing let's just keep that real 
I've yeah. seen people go rant and rave and put posts. I don't want to hear Jack. Like that's be one of their first words. Don't come in here. I don't want to care. I don't care what yeah. you got to say. You know, but yet for this, you kind of do the same thing to the women. And then when they come out, you act like something wrong with them the same way that people dismiss you. I just need to get to the point where the PC mafia is my biggest issue. That's all I'm saying, Karen. If I could just get my life that problem free, that the biggest issue is that people might take offense to the way I said something because I'm out here trolling for attention. I would love that. I just need to get to that point because right now, you know, I'm really worried about dying uh, from just walking down the street and walking the cop decide. Yeah. You know, I'm just worried about that kind of stuff. <laughs> Being accused of a crime I didn't commit. Things right. of this nature, you know. I'm just I'm worried about these fit, things. Uh, I always fit the identity. <laughs> you know, a, a racist dude went in the went in the White House. I'm a little I'm a little worried about these things. <laughs> white people problems like i said man you have to laugh because it's so it's just such a ridiculous world right because if, if not you would scream yeah i mean like i went to see suicide squad and i was so disappointed because i didn't get to see batman's parents die again like this is the <laughs> every time they do a dc movie we supposed to watch his parents get killed no. and that's a real problem i'm having these days these are bigger problems than the pc mafia y'all they tell me that story one more goddamn time yeah you know what I want to see? I want to see Robin in the in the new DC Mar- uh, Batman movies. Which Robin? Any of the Robins. Okay. Either, I would love to see Damian Wayne. Like, like, you know what's funny about the Robins? They're such an unrealistic character. People always talk about Batman being unrealistic. Robin's way more unrealistic than, than Batman. Because, like, if a rich dude adopted a poor orphan and said, live in my mansion, and actually said i don't want you to fight crime i want you to just be a kid he would be so mad at me because i think deep down he do want robin to fight crime with him but he would be so disappointed because i wouldn't find none of them secrets i ain't fucking with your clock homeboy i ain't going into your cave I'm gonna be on the table. I'm, I'm like, a- cool. I'm gonna be on your couch eating Cheetos. I'll be Instagramming, Snapchatting, playing Xbox. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm gonna be, ha- I'll be I'm gonna be watching. A's. I'm gonna be watching Netflix. He gonna be trying to like. He gonna be doing stuff like leaving the clock open so that I'll get curious and go down there. I'm gonna go by and shut up. Like, yeah. Oh, who, who left this open? Can I yeah. Can I- Did you know the clock got a, a, a got a cave behind it? Yeah, I closed it, man. I yeah. don't know. You might want to fix I that, mean, dog. I mean, Alfred, you might want to uh, seal that hole up behind that clock. Right. You know, he gonna be walking around in the Batman costume and like, Rod, do you wanna? Avenge your parents and fight crime? Nah, no, I'm good, bro. No. And who are you, Mister? Yeah, I'm. I'm I don't I'm, know. Should I call the police? Do you belong here? Yeah, he take off his mask. You Batman? Well, that's cool, man. Well, anyway, man, I, your secret's safe with me, man. Right, uh, uh, also, while y'all fighting crime, we are out of pizza rolls. Yes. So I'm gonna yes, need. Yes, I'm gonna need you to restock. Yes. I mean, you're fighting Mister Freeze anyway. Can you get him to put some on ice and bring it back for me? Because uh, no, right? Your could, boy is famished. Could Bruce. you bring me back some frozen milk, a frozen right. latte while you're at it? <laughs> he would be mad because he secretly he'd be like, "Come on, man, don't you want to train? I mean, I'm training no. to beat Street Fighter too. If that's what you're talking about, hey. <laughs> I'm trying to get Ken. Yes, I'm training to get on that pussy. What are All you right. doing, Mister? Bruce, man, what is up with some girls tonight, though, man? For real? You going out again? At least throw a party as Bruce Wayne before you skip it, man. I know, right? Like, I, it's just, uh, when I see that, like, no way. Because all the kids that are robbing 
always end up living in the mansion breaking through his high-tech ass security that no supervillain can get through and then discovering that he's batman and being like i want to join like nigga every kid would go down there and be like god damn I'm gonna get in trouble if I get caught in this room. And well, they go that, right back upstairs. Ain't that the truth? They go like, I'm not trying to die. That right. looks sharp. Right. They be like, uh uh-uh, uh, I'm gonna have to get fit and in shape. Look that. All the kids he know want to fight crime. He I don't know. got no kids <laughs> that were like, man, <laughs> this Robin- dangerous. I got shot at tonight, Batman. This is stupid. Ain't nothing that Robin's got asthma, no shit. Right. You know, come on. They don't have like at least one comic book where Robin looked at Batman and was like, why the fuck are we in the bright yellow target on my back? <laughs> And you going in the shadows and shit. This seems really dangerous, Batman. I know. Shouldn't you wear the yellow since you an adult and I get the black because I'm a kid so I can't get shot? <laughs> you gonna, it's going to be a dead kid in the news tomorrow and everybody going to blame Bruce Wayne because they going to know that it's me. I'm the only nigga that live in your house besides that butler. You gonna, I'm going to die out here on a rooftop in a yellow canary costume and everybody going to be like, the fuck was this kid doing out here? <laughs> Give me a black costume, Batman. This makes no sense. Right. And why all your friends in fucking costumes? Right. It's, man, I don't know. Could don't you know. imagine? Be like, what the, they get better. i like, what the fuck? We was out in some fool dressed up laughing in a fucking purple suit. What? I don't understand this, Batman. Right. Not me. Mm-mm. With these deadly ass flowers. It had acid. Motherfucker, do you know he shoots acid? Right. <laughs> you gonna fight that dude? Right. For what? Like. He had people in a fish tank. You think this is cool? Not to mention you can't kill nobody, so it's like even harder. Like, alright, we got him, man. Get, let's, now let's kill him. It's like, nah, we don't do that. Put his gun down, Robin. Like, oh, nigga, oh, you tripping. But like, I'm going back to the house. I, I think it's not too late to catch power. <laughs> <laughs> they like, um, ain't Gotham, um, police department. Where the, where the fuck they at? They got some CSI that can do this shit. Why are we out here, Batman? Why? This shit is so stupid, man. I, I be complaining. Motherfucker, you know it's 23 degrees. Why are we out here tonight? Right. Oh, my God. Why we got to go out in the rain? It's raining. Kids can barely do anything. It's so, it's just such an unrealistic character. Anyway. Um, Nene Leaks. Nene Leaks. Nene is it mm-hmm. nini 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 leaks is threatening uh is threatened by the irs they say they will seize her assets she don't pay eight hundred twenty four thousand dollars in taxes oh shit mm-hmm. she might need to go back on the housewives oh yeah that is right wasn't she gonna retire from it or quit or something yeah she actually she left the show a few seasons ago oh okay well and yeah. actually went off and had like a she actually got on another sitcom and it got canceled and i think she wanted to do a uh like a acting career and i don't know where that's going i think she might have been on like a player tooth touring but yeah like uh housewives made her and she was like i'm too big for this right um so i don't know man that's a lot of money yeah and irs won't they money right your house and your car <laughs> whatever you got they gonna take it all because <laughs> paying taxes is what your ass must do because uncle sam is coming for you <laughs> they won't leave you alone pay your taxes pay your taxes honey they don't be fucking around <laughs> they're coming get your ass oh my god that's why we pay people to do the taxes 
uh, did you write that song earlier how did you know did you know the oh you got a whole lyric i wonder how you could have did the whole song <laughs> i know the cadence i love that song um <laughs> uh apparently keisha knight pulliam pulliam is having more 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 drama on the rudy huxtable circuit um she recently caught some public flack from a family member of her estranged husband uh the actress who currently is embroiled in a nasty divorce battle with ed hartwell recently promoted her podcast candidly candidly keisha i don't even that's a name well you know what i think it's candidly keisha but it's with a k so there we go okay yeah because i was like candidly what is right what's going on here heavy d candidly diddly d uh but yeah candidly keisha uh candidly candidly keisha uh with a k um so she got some she got a little trouble for that uh while she was promoting it she said download today my podcast and tune in for a special ask keisha hit me answer your questions candidly keisha link in my bio on the instagram then the ig user who has since been identified as ed's aunt went off in them comments not ed's aunt nothing happened to your sneaky ass wrote the woman all of a sudden you cook up this story of ed doing and saying horrible things to you and trying cause to cause a miscarriage i hope they don't fall for your foolishness sound like you didn't get sympathy you were dying for from that interview and had to cook up a bs story hmm. is them clapping emojis in there uh no was this on instagram yeah it was on instagram no hey! no emojis no emojis oh no emojis i know my instagram comments uh best of luck finding the next man you should have done right by t it's no one's fault but your own you sat around and waited till 37 to have a failed marriage and become nothing but an old baby mama Mm. there you go that's the latest on the uh on the rudy the rudy files meanwhile on On instagram Instagram. yippee-ki-yo yippee-ki-yay um okay let's see what else we want to talk about uh Oh, we haven't done this in a while. Let me get my music up right. Uh, it's been a while. But, uh. Hey. All right. 
talk about this sad sad news um uh here's one um so there was this dude who wrote an article in the independent uk and he is a gay man and he was talking about brexit and how brexit kind of scared him because it shows that people are in their bubbles more than ever and a lot of people assume that this couldn't happen but racism and xenophobia basically got them out of the european union and yada 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 basically right Mm -hmm. so he's saying there's um there was this company that had like a um they had a security guard that complained about the behavior of public displays of affection between a same-sex couple and so the reaction was uh some people were like let's have a kissing which is essentially like we show up everybody uh same-sex couples and whatnot uh, i don't know if it would be different i don't know how they would you know if, if it was anybody but you know the point being as a protest uh mm-hmm. we all go there we have a kiss in at a certain period of time and then we leave you know right and he was like we shouldn't do this basically because it's not gonna solve homophobia anytime soon and what we need to do is stop calling people bigots and stop dismissing these people as homophobes uh it's that's the wrong approach we need to have a conversation i cannot disagree with this person more you know and the thing is i'm not gay you know this is my straight ass opinion yeah i couldn't agree with you more so the conversation is them calling me slurs the conversation is me getting abused uh sexually assaulted so that's that's when that's when they're gonna have a conversation with me right well there's always this assumption that there's gonna be a conversation right what is the conversation i've never seen this conversation where is this moment throughout history there's never been this moment of national conversation where everyone suddenly realized something was wrong it is always taking protests it is always taking the groups that are that are being marginalized to fucking make shit inconvenient and to get their respect it's never been given it has always been because there's a certain amount of people that are could be swayed there's a certain amount of people that will just go with whatever there's a certain amount of people that are on your side even though they don't have to be there's a certain all those numbers are true but there's a lot of people who are just obstinate and the only thing that's going to make them change is having to do having to change forcing them to change like laws like literally laws have to be in place to say if you do this shit there are consequences because if you don't do that nothing will change like the tide of the public opinion can kind of go in some ways to make enough people at least feel ashamed of themselves right but it's not because you were nice it's really just this idea if we're nice enough the people who are homophobic will stop being so and it don't and it won't work like that, that way it won't it does not work that way that's just it's not how people work and racism and sexism yeah it, it doesn't work that way mm-mm. you cannot just be like uh hey guys we're being really nice about it uh and the thing is a kissing is not even some really violent vile form of protest no, it's not. if somebody is like oh two dudes are kissing gross i'm now homophobe now i'm gonna be a homophobe and i'm gonna make sure that they don't get their rights that's ridiculous and then not to mention um like that person was already gonna be like that but not to mention the other part of this is this isn't like brexit there's no vote coming up there's no like like you're it's a false ultimatum it's a false equivalency this isn't something where it's like and then one day they might pass the gay vote and vote us all out because they you know because we we underestimated them so what do you tell people just to be quiet 
to have a conversation like no these, when you say right. that you literally telling the, the 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 other side y'all need to just shut up and be quiet because the conversation is gonna be them telling you how much they hate you that's gonna be the conversation here's here's his last paragraph and this is why i just had to be like this is ridiculous however socially unacceptable homophobia becomes and however noisily we express our indignation about its purveyors amongst ourselves i think that until we actively seek an open meaningful dialogue with people whose view of the world is so different to our own at least in this area we will continue in this monotonous cycle and nothing will change it won't be easy but i think it'll be worth it so you actually will do nothing basically where's the con how are we gonna have a meaningful open conversation see what a lot of people don't talk about too um protest is a conversation starter yes sir protest is never the be all end all it's never it's always the thing that makes people talk about shit that they would not have talked about before whether it's because you sitting in traffic because black lives matter or whether you got yeah. or what, you know like whatever the um you know whatever the thing is it gets you talking that's you're talking because it's like yeah you're talking because you're mad you're talking right because you're angry you're talking because you it be inconvenienced you're talking because you may have already been on these people's side it's just for the fact that you're causing a group to talk about it that otherwise wouldn't have paid this group any attention at all yeah you know so it's just kind of interesting to see that response because we see it amongst black people all the time with racism and shit too there's always these black people that are like you have to go over there and see what the racist people are saying or you won't understand what's going on it's like i can understand perfectly fine from right here and not be in danger and not have to fuck right. with this person and i you act like i don't have to deal with this every day i think they had a uh a, a post i seen going around on social media and said like two-thirds of white people never talk about race on social media right you ever wonder why yeah you know and i would not be shocked if the author of this is a white dude i I mean like he is lgbt um but i would not be shocked if if they were white because it sounds like something you think when you believe that if people were nice to you you'd stop your bigoted opinions you know what i'm saying like well if women were just nicer then i mean maybe i would listen to you talk about this and it's like nah if you had that attitude you weren't listening no way right like you you know i'm not the one also a kissing a kissing is not even some fucked up shit like it's not even like we're gonna burn this motherfucker down you're not doing a disruption you're not right. stopping business you're not stopping traffic like all people gonna do is just look and go ill if they feel like that and keep it pushing or just not pay you no attention because they agree with you yep um let's see what else happened um omaha school meeting goes off the rails um after angry parents blame a trans trump blame trans kids for destroying america hmm and you know that is that is what's destroying america it's nothing else everything else was perfectly fine until we found out that some people were transgender and then i remember that america was destroyed i went outside i was like what the fuck did a nuclear bomb drop out here the zika our pets heads are falling off what Ah! what are we gonna do yeah (laughs) what are we gonna do with our lives now that uh that this is happening you know they next they gonna be in our bathrooms it's like (laughs) they walk among us is right uh, i never knew this before it's almost like their eyes got open it was like oh my gosh this is real I wonder what the percentage of people in America that know an actual transgender person that they, like, they know they know one. Right. I wonder what percentage it is, because people get so fucking, 
like livid and passionate about this shit Not really. and you just have to wonder like what how like you keep calling this like such a terrible epidemic and it's so bad and it's changing america it's destroying the country can you name one person that's not caitlin jenner that you know of like the average person is just sitting around fucking mad about nothing about nothing about absolutely positively nothing if you were already checking the bathrooms you're going to continue to check the bathrooms like like your behavior isn't going to change just because they passed this law Mm-hmm. like that like this this was i don't understand this fear to me is coming out of nowhere because it wasn't a problem you made it a problem fear change man letting go your old mentality letting having to embrace new words and shit like i gotta change something fuck this i'd rather these people not have rights yeah and even with me i was like i'm still learning i'm still uh finding out information and things like that i come from a place of ignorance i'll joke aside on a lot of these issues so i'm learning and as i learn and i grow and begin to expand my horizon because i never knew what cis meant i was like what's a cis right you know, and not trying funny, I was like, sissy, you know, because I just out of ignorance, because not just not knowing, but I was like, oh, so regular people are considered cis. Regular, uh, straight heterosexual right. people. Right. I mean, I mean, I didn't mean that like yeah, that. Yeah, I know but, what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but yeah, I think everyone's so scared of walking that tightrope and fucking up, but you're going to fuck up. It's right. all new concepts to you. If people weren't so fucking afraid, I think they'd be okay. But everyone's so afraid to not be in a system of the, where I'm, automatically designated as the person who was right like there's a lot of power in embracing the fact that you're wrong about something or that you can improve on something i don't understand what's so scary about that you know like and and also you can still have your lines like i get people that are like i'm not doing blank like whatever it is you know what i'm saying not, i'm not talking about like um i'm gonna violate your rights type shit but where there's people that are like i'm not learning i'm not learning this and you're like okay that's your that's where you drew your line or i did learn this but i'm not doing it okay cool you decided that that's where you're gonna be a problem and you're gonna get all the 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 get back that comes from that you're gonna get all the everything that comes from that you decided you can deal with that that's really how simple it is like you know it's you don't have to be the one that's the focus of attention and be right all the time you know sometimes it's just like i didn't know this thing was a thing now i know you know that's that's to me it's that simple and i'm not even a person that likes i love learning new words and embracing shit i I don't like it really but i don't like in a i don't like to be fucking offensive to people if i don't if i know better and by mistake i don't mind being offensive to people if if i i do know it's gonna offend you and i just don't give a fuck and i'm willing to take that that's cool but as far as like to be inadvertently offensive i'd rather know than not know to be honest true true and 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 i think a lot of it put like this i always come from a place of injustice isn't justice right and so when i see that a group of people are quote unquote being treated differently and they're passing laws and this shit just because they don't fit the standards i go okay that's injustice here and just like i don't want it done on me i don't want it done on them either and then that's that's where i come from on on, on the lgbtq issues well it's all slippery slope right it's all slippery slope you know uh, i'm assuming it's the hardest for white dudes to get you know for like straight white dudes probably like in america anyway it's probably the hardest for them to get and 
and it's still as it, as it kind of goes into other areas people you know people opt out of what they want to opt out of um at any rate um these parents were very upset about this uh you don't need boys going to girls bathrooms you don't need girls going to boys bathroom it's an appalling thing when you try to make it all inclusive and i'm a hot <laughs> man named charles billups said you're asking for more trouble it's like opening pandora's box you're trying to destroy the very fabric of what america is all about jesus this motherfucker said all inclusive no <laughs> when like what how many situations has the word all inclusive been used to be like what a terrible thing to want right now you let the niggas in here we can't be letting these other folks in here too it's an all-inclusive vacation no everything is the included ho- the hotel and and the trip Mm-mm. and the food and all, all i can drink no i want to pay for everything separately destroying the fabric of america the the white kkk robe fabric of america right <laughs> the confederate fabric of america <laughs> oh man um uh the world herald notes that other opponents of the new of the board's new policy invoked sodom and gomorrah and argued that transgender students were troubled and confused requiring help and compassion but not public accommodations <laughs> hey i'll listen i got a lot of a lot of compassion for you I think you need a lot of help and I want to help you. But you're gonna have to hold it, okay? I'm gonna need everybody to hold it for a few look. I know I know I see you crossing your legs. I see you gotta go real bad. I'm gonna need everybody to hold it. I'm sorry. We just uh we I mean like I said, I have a lot of compassion for the fact that you really need to go bad, but uh there's some bushes over there. Stacy Dash will lead you to them. Uh, that said, there were some passionate supporters of transgender equality at the meeting who offered moving testimonials to bolster the school board's case for its new anti-discrimination protections. One was a sexual abuse victim named Billy Grant, who said that opponents of trans equality need to stop painting transgender teens as crazy sexual predators. Do not use your experiences to hide your discrimination, she said. It is not because my school is accepting of people who are different from what society called normal that I was raped. It is because society told older men that it is normal to be sexually aggressive with women um and then of course uh the uh meeting was probably adjourned because it was like oh shit oh shit she's on their side uh we gotta go is it 8 30 yet um so yeah destroying america guys um here's a really sad one uh raylan thomas is an ohio transgender woman who was or was who was killed by her mom's ex who called her satan what Um, yeah a transgender woman of color um who you know was living with her mother and um her mother had her i guess her ex was living there like her mom's ex-boyfriend or whatever um she was killed by uh by him um ohio police are investigating the death of 28 year old raylan thomas who was shot and killed by her mother's ex-boyfriend who lived with her family at the time thomas's mother renee thomas shared her daughter's final words with local news mom please please don't leave me mom i'm dying mom i love you tell my sisters and brothers i love them tell my family i love them mom i'm dying i'm dying please don't leave me um renee thomas said her daughter transitioned 10 years ago raylan's aunt shannon thomas said raylan was a performer who was dedicated to fashion according to renee thomas her ex james allen bird was transphobic and often called raylan the devil renee thomas says bird repeated the word um before shooting raylan in their columbus home he was in the bedroom and he just came around the corner and shot my daughter she said uh now here's okay i read this article when it first came out okay 
and i don't know how i feel about this they have changed the quotes from the mother and they've also taken some things out now i know she's grieving um but the quotes that were originally in here were fucked up like it was like my son got killed it was a lot of like misgendering her it was um you know a lot of like shaming her like even though it was her child um that got killed she was still saying him he my son she was still saying that shit and i don't know if they caught flack from people who originally read it and said why are y'all putting this in here this is fucked up take that out and then they decided to edit it and say like we just don't want no problem so we'll just edit the quote to say my daughter because they put my daughter you know how they put the brackets in there when you didn't say that but they used the word you should have used they did that and then they took out Mm -hmm. the longer quotes that said you know talk that that, what she was calling him the devil calling her the devil and all this other shit she took out they took all that out so i don't and i know some people were very upset because they were like no you should leave that in because that's what she said about her daughter and it shows that hatred that people have to live with even in their own house from the people that claim to love them they're still calling them the devil they're still letting this 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 the people abuse them they're still in these situations and they're still being misgendered in death even and taking that out of the story to save a few feelings is actually kind of disrespectful to the dead i don't know is you know where to stand on something like that i'm i think i lean closer to just leave it like it was because that's the truth of what happened and, and that's what she had said you know but i also it's not my child dead i don't know True. you know what i'm saying like and i don't know what the editorial process was if they got like requests from the family to take that shit out right. I, I don't know honestly um the family and, may have got harassed yeah i have no idea honestly i just know it was changed and it was changed pretty fairly quickly because when i posted it, it was all that shit was in there and then like 10 minutes later it's gone mm. um so also it could be they attributed incorrect quotes it could be a lot of shit i don't right. know what happened i just know these quotes were definitely changed okay um and if I, they took her words out of context they might have like, well i didn't say this why is this in here could it could right. it could be a lot i don't know for sure just i just know it changed uh after two shots bird grabbed ray land and began beating her he took uh he took a light away from all of us we can't get back shannon thomas said and he needs to pay he needs to pay aside from memories the family said they have a recording of ray lynn singing boys and men it's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday from four months ago uh at least five transgender women have been killed in the past two months um on wednesday mike reported that 36 year old erica tijerina was killed in el paso texas in july three transgender women were killed in the united states washington dc's uh Daniqua Dodds, Mississippi's D. Wiggum, and Cleveland Sky Maccabee. Maccabee and Thomas's death happened within weeks of each other in the same state, Ohio. Local Ohio community organizers have expressed their condolences and plan to take action. Our hearts and minds and, con- and condolences are with the family, friends, and community of Rayland in this time of tragedy. Aaron Eckhart, training and technical assistant director of the Buckeye Region anti-violence organization, said in a statement. We must continue to come together as a broad community of support to say hate has no home in Ohio. Hate has no home anywhere. Um, so yeah, it's just, you know, and then the other thing was, you know, I think, I can't remember if it was in this article or, but it was like something like they won't be charging the, they haven't charged them with a hate crime yet. 
let me see yeah it's a murder charge and it will not be invested which is not being investigated as a hate crime i i don't know how how do you not right i literally don't know how if you call somebody a devil and you make many references to the fact that they are transgender as the reason that they're the devil and but then you kill not, this person but it's not a hate crime how 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 do you at least not investigate it as such right. even if it even if you do ultimately discover that you figure out oh, it's not to not even attempt to 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 it's just i don't understand but this is you know what is a trans life worth we've had we've covered so many stories here where even when people are found guilty it's like, okay six years like that's not a full person's life that's not an actual human being that you killed um as far as the court is concerned um uh, yep yep new session okay all right cool let me do that real quick um but yeah it's just uh some sad shit man Mm -hmm. um especially considering that you know another woman of color that's that's being killed in this situation um and uh like i said the original quotes from the family were just so fucking sad it's just like what was your life like living here um to have to deal with this shit constantly every day yeah you didn't like you like no matter what people think you didn't deserve to go out like that no matter you know and that's why i don't fuck with the well just be nice to people and agree to disagree and people will come around like no they fucking won't like they're never gonna come around like some of this is pure hatred and unless you see it and address it as such you're you're not helping the situation either um so uh let's get into some uh fucking with black people guys all right now that i bummed you out specifically ah! this last week of shows have not been funniest i don't know why y'all uh, keep all listening. right right why do y'all keep hanging around <laughs> We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. Time to play the game that we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game where we go all around the globe and we find articles that fuck with black people and we rate them from zero to a hundred intervals of twenty-five. Today's contestants, everybody. All right, let's see who's fucking with us today. Um, Ellen DeGeneres has been accused of that schism oh shit shout out to how far starter they yep they've been accused of that she's been accused of uh, racism because she took a she photoshopped the picture now apparently she for context she does this a lot she photoshops herself in the historical pictures and for jokes and shit like that okay she photoshopped herself uh onto the back of usain boat and put out a tweet that said this is how i'm running my errands from now on oh no and uh you can see the picture in the uh in the chat i know that didn't go over well uh it was received as racism um <laughs> even if she didn't mean it like that that's how it's gonna get over the historical context right of, yeah. of him running and him carrying her like mm-hmm. you know the old school posters of you know black people uses props black people uses chairs black people being set upon yep um now i do agree that the imagery is pro- a problem is a problem mm-hmm. i do wonder do you have any black people that review these things and who they are because 
i can see some black people not even knowing the context themselves or not even thinking about this right, but, but you, the problem is when you put something out on the internet it's for everyone to see right um that's why you need to be very diverse in the decision making like you literally need diverse people because if she have caught the right person be like i don't think you should do that yeah i find that hard pressed to think that no i don't know Somebody there's some black like, people that would have been like that probably wouldn't have seen it either but i'm right, gonna just say she cutting them checks yeah in general though i think there's some black people that would have advised against it whatever you did it some people were offended right you either deal with it or you don't her her response was basically like yo i'm not racist um you know um that was that was kind of uh her response to it you know like people were bringing it up so the first thing that pops in your head when looking at this pic oh let me jump onto his back like he's a common mule uh imagine a white man photoshop himself riding elaine thompson uh ellen show how oh yeah that's what uh someone said to her on there um saw the ellen boat meme yikes you know there's a few of these some of these have like zero retweets and shit but the point ah! The point being, she eventually said, I'm highly aware of racism exists in this country is the furthest thing from who I am. Um, so not really an apology necessarily, just kind of an acknowledgement that people think what she said, what, oh, that picture was racist. Uh, how fucked with you are, Karen? Are you Karen? 75. All right. I think I'm about. About 50, 75. And the reason why is because honestly, and maybe it's just me. I believe her when she says, me personally, I believe her when she says she's not racist. But it's still fucked up. Yeah, I give it like a 50, 25 maybe. And you know what? I give it a 25, but the 25 is mostly because I really do believe Ellen just fucked up and didn't didn't think about it. Right. Um, And I don't know that you're going to get – it, it depends on how big the backlash was because I don't think – you were gonna get a huge apology for that because you're gonna have a lot of black people that are like i don't care it's funny or i don't see racism in it or you know what i mean and that and once you have that many black people who are also like i'm i'm woke but i ain't on board with going after ellen um and i know ellen's had issues before with like Nicki minaj uh when she did that skit with the little girl that was Nicki minaj as a black girl that had like a huge prosthetic ass and that was like a gag or whatever um so i know a lot of people don't see it for ellen uh and she's also a white woman you know um so there's a lot of people she got you know there's a lot of people that like i don't really fuck with these white women i definitely don't trust you to be making jokes that involve any level of ethnicity right so there's a be a bunch of distrust there anyway mm-hmm. i don't know me personally i like when i saw this uh this morning i just went okay like it didn't like maybe it's just because i've been arguing and seeing people be fucking crazy all week it just didn't register with me as something that made me mad like it was just kind of like a well that's unfortunate i hope she gets that taken care of type of thing right so for me it's 25 um all right uh let's see what else we got here um a disturbing moment where a dc cop dangles a black school teacher 32 years old up in the air and calls her a prostitute for standing up to a street harasser um yeah what yep you know caught her a prostitute she's 30 so she years. says don't harass me 
because uh, she told us she was standing up to a street harasser. And so was she supposed to just be harassed and you was going to stand and do nothing? Um, you know, I 100. guess. All right. All right. Um, yeah, I think there's a the clip of it. Let me see if it's still up, though. Um, but, yeah, basically tried to say she was, like, causing disturbance and she's making, causing the disturbance and she's gonna be harassed yeah here it is i don't know if you can see it on your screen but i need to make it bigger I'll make it a little bit bigger is that big enough yeah so he's got her lifted if you can see her feet she's all the way off the ground oh. he's got her jacked up against the car and then he lets her down So she's a very small woman. So he just, the, the person who harassed her just went on about their marriage away, right? Apparently. Uh, yeah, they're not in the, they don't show them. Yeah, they don't show them. Um, it was, it was actually, the footage was shot, was shot by a Twitter user. So that's, that's probably good that just somebody from Twitter would happen to be there. Um, and of course, um, you couldn't hear the conversation due to the background noise. Um, but you could kind of tell what like he was saying do you want to go how large are you um he says right you're a grown-ass woman he then takes says as he steps back and drops on the ground so this just happened wrote maggot cheeks on twitter uh he, he i'm tired he literally hopped out and did this immediately to her no convo dog what the fuck um and then a second video showed the police looking more apologetic with the male picking up an object identified by Twitter user as textbooks from the sidewalk. Uh, the female officer asked the cameraman who, who she calls baby girl if, or camera woman who she calls baby girl if she has a bag Shadden can use. Um, see if I can play that video for everyone. Okay, so they picked up the books. That's the thing, they they rough you up so bad normally when they jack you up like that. If you had something in your hand, if you... It's going on the ground. Yeah, it's just, you know. You also hope you ain't got nothing important. Cost of doing business. All school supplies and shit, she might have lost her lesson plan, everything. Just tumbling down the road. baby girl now huh um so in a third video shows shadden uh standing by a bus stop with the cops uh while the cops sit in that car nearby and fourth has shannon talking directly to the camera either way you look at it it's harassment she says i'm a school teacher i work out here i help these little girls all day every day so there's no reason for you to assume that somebody out here doing the wrong thing 
she later told fox 5 that she and others at the bus stop were standing up to a man who was harassing another woman when the police intervened i never said nothing to the gentleman in particular the police seen me talking aggressive to the to the man yet telling him if you don't get out of my face i'm going to react to you so i guess they took that as a threat she also said the officers didn't arrest her or serve her with a citation and that they refused to give her their names or badge numbers that's that old move because they don't want to be identified the school supplies that were dropped were for her daughter she said washington dc police department said it has contacted the cops commanding officer and was investigating the matter um mm-hmm. yeah i wonder how the investigation is going to turn out nothing the officers did nothing wrong right it's harassment even where you look at it it's harassment i'm a school teacher and i work out here and i help these little girls all day every day so there's no reason for you to assume that somebody out here doing the wrong thing and most definitely when i'm in uniform are you serious and i'm not a little girl i'm 32 i just look good for my age thank you god damn black women so good but yes that's fucked up man that is fucked up um zero to a hundred. Oh wait you already said yeah 100, 100 immediately obviously. yeah 100. i mean not trying to be funny because that's some shit that could be happening to me i could just be picked up picked off my feet right because 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 you were standing up to somebody that was a street harasser and they immediately see you and go you the problem um and the other person just walks away yeah obviously Fuck i mean you. what did they do wrong other than street harassing and get called out for it um so let's see what else do we want to talk about how about um uh racial racial segregation is alive and well on social media um among other things the rise of black lives matter movement has highlighted the gulf between how black and white america understands issues of race and police and today americans view uh race relations are at their most pessimistic since rodney king rise in 1992 according to a recent poll in a new piece of research uh published on monday the pew research center has highlighted how that divide plays out in its most modern technological form on social media instead of bringing diverse range of opinions into the lives of homogenous communities pew studies suggest that social networks have reflected the segregation seen in other parts of the world according to the research the gulf between what black and white people see on social media is astonishing for example black americans are four more times likely than whites to see to say that most of the posts they see on social media are race related simultaneously white americans are more than three times likely as likely than black people to say that none of their posts they see on social media have to do with race hmm. it's really like two two different americans of course the chart is notable because it shows that some of the real world political consequences of the well-documented echo chamber that social media has become thanks to complex algorithms that dominate the most popular networks like facebook rather than show people opinions that challenge their beliefs the algorithms share content that data says we are already predisposition predisposition to agree with deepening the political divides that already exist so white people remain relatively cloistered from some of the discussion around race and racism in america taking place in other communities this issue is compounded by the continuing segregation of the u.s that takes place on a neighborhood scale on a study in 2014 one study in 2014 found that a full three-quarters of white americans don't have any close friends of another race compared with about two-thirds of black americans this is important because both black and white americans not to mention latinos feel that race relations are a growing problem in the country uh it just it's just that we don't all agree with what we're talking about when we say that a majority of white americans now believe that anti-white racism is a big problem uh and a bigger problem than anti-black racism for example 
the implication is that when we talk about race in our lives we largely talk about it with people who look like us pouring out your heart about race relations on social media might feel good but as a means of affecting social change it is increasingly ineffective you are far more likely to just be preaching to the proverbial choir Mm -hmm. you would think that social media would bridge a bunch of divides right npr's gene demby said in a recent conversation on the impact of social media and race conversations but the reality is so much more difficult to overcome but it's not just where we get our information from it's who we talk to outside of social media um zero to a hundred zero because duh duh all right yeah that's about right yeah i'd probably say yeah yeah zero i knew yeah. all this shit yeah because black people are forced like we black people don't have the option of not interacting with white people i don't know if white people ever realize that y'all are the bulk of the population right now so everywhere I go, everything I do, any transaction I do, you are in, you are directly involved in my life if I want you to or not. You know, a lot of times you can get to the point where you want to be in the shell, shell and you separate yourselves, but even that shit's hard to do because white folks complain that they ain't there. And he's like, bitch, can I do something in my life without you being fucking involved? But I can't have no space. I can't run away. But white people can literally go their whole day it depends on what kind of lifestyle they live and depend on what kind of job they have and not interact with one brown person yep so you ain't telling me nothing I don't know right it's white people news time everybody get your Birkenstocks on you know this is the 80s when you had a oh, five minute intro to every song oh yeah for you to work yeah for you young books we, we used to make you wait for the intros all right that's enough uh comedy has been part of my career blake shelton claims after that he was just trying to be funny amid fan outrage over resurfaced sexist racist and homophobic tweets hey man look i'm just the comedian country singer everybody knows this i'm blake shelton when you think of blake shelton what do you think of comedy you just say that i think of country country music well either way that's on brand racist sexist and homophobic i mean country music comedy same thing (laughs) no it's not uh he put out nearly he put out a statement to the nearly 18 million twitter followers he has he admitted to being inappropriate immature at times and limply apologized to anybody who may have been offended many fans were outraged uh, earlier so he said 
shucks <laughs> egg on my face <laughs> everyone knows comedy has been a major part of my career it's always been out there for anyone to see that's what they know for that said anyone that knows me also knows i have no tolerance for hate of any kind or form can my humor at times be inappropriate and immature yes hateful never that said i deeply apologize to anyone who may have been offended blake mm. well i accept your apology thank you buddy <laughs> I, appreciate it. I appreciate it we're gonna have a song about next week uh <laughs> um his words are not mine amy schumer says she is saddened and disappointed by comedian kurt Metzger's sexual assault comments man it don't get no whiter than this this white on white violence right here uh, I knew she was catching it though because I saw an article yesterday that was like, because anytime Kurt Metzger goes on one of his like I hate feminists and social justice warriors and PC mafia things, um, she like they always put in every headline Amy Schumer writer, Kurt Metzger because her show is widely viewed as like a feminist uh, show for by white people mostly you know white feminism like so it's this violation because in the for the most part when people like kurt masker and comedians and shit go off about feminism and shit they really have white women in mind like right the uh, the brown folks ain't yeah. really thinking about you yeah black women are pretty much an afterthought if anything at all because you know for some for to a large extent black women don't really fuck with feminism quote unquote in the way that white women do anyway right and we have to separate ourselves because we go well overall historically you have not fought for our fucking issues yeah and it's like well we can at least agree that we hate white women right and it's like yeah white women are the worst so they don't really think of black women that way anyway but the people that prop up amy schumer especially when they when she was doing her show and they were trying to be like look how forward thinking and progressive this show is and it gives a woman's perspective and it's not like it's good but it's not preachy well this is one of the people that writes for you know so he took to facebook and twitter over the last couple days to clearly quite aggressively make his thoughts on sexual assault known and since the 39 year old is credited as a writer for writing uh for inside amy schumer the leading lady finally responded on wednesday after an outcry from fans now what i saw on twitter at first was people were asking her was she gonna say something and then she would block them so i don't know uh i don't know exactly what the why that particular response you know she's human she probably didn't want to see that shit she was like i didn't say that shit whatever right but and, like say her status who knows how many people pride to she might have dealt with it was like all right this is no sh- i'm blocking everybody past this point yeah and uh so it could be that it could be right because you her know it's probably just lit up who knows um so uh she has spoken about her own experiences with rape but she assured fans that she does not support kurt's belief posting his words are not mine kurt does not work for me he is not a writer for my show please stop asking me about it his words are not mine after sending her love to elite daily writer katie corvino who had written an article thanking the comedian for her helping her come forward as a rape survivor she addressed the scandal i'm so sad and disappointed in kurt masker he is my friend and a great writer i couldn't be more against his recent actions she posted she followed the first tweet by sharing kurt does not work for me he is not a writer on my show please stop asking me about it so that might be why she blocked people too because you know the articles kept saying he's a writer for the show and she's like he don't actually write for me he's listed on as an imdb as a writer of 39 episodes of a inside amy schumer between 2013 2016 
he had been posting on facebook for days regarding a comedian who was allegedly banned from performing at the upright citizens brigade theaters following rape allegations from multiple women in one of many posts he scolded women who said they were raped but do not go to the police don't fucking complain about police not helping if you didn't bother going to the police at all why aren't the rape kits being tested because instead of actually educating women with useful information on what to do if they are victimized you blather nonsense about culture and then tell them being weak is being strong he wrote uh after medium posted an article titled kurt masker needs to shut up the comedian continued to respond aggressively reposting it and adding i could not be proud of this article trying to submit me for being right having this written about me is better than receiving a fucking emmy i'm supposed to be i'm supposed to just say fucking guilty without even detail of supposedly of what supposedly happened or what goddess will be angry fuck you along with a continuing barrage of facebook and twitter posts kurt changed his twitter bio amid the route of proud cuck and rape apologists if you use those words it means you are pure shit and i want you to hate me please continue to feed me cows uh meanwhile comedian cameron esposito posted a note to female comics in new york and everywhere regarding kurt it read voices can get so loud that they appear omnipresent when they are in fact a dying breed in our field this doesn't mean they cannot harm but safety compassion and understanding are winning stay in your ground do, do your job speak out when you sense danger we are each other's responsibility together we can make comedy a safe safer workplace hashtag i am too she concluded um but yeah um cameron followed that message with a second tweet saying i don't know why i didn't say his last name actually i do fear i'm talking about kurt masker amy revealed in her new memoir the girl with the lower back tattoo that she is a victim of sexual assault herself she also tackled the subject multiple times on her show at one point skewering supporters of bill Cosby, who has faced allegations from over 50 women so yep there you go white people news white on white crime mm-hmm. it's gonna be interesting to see uh comedians line up to figure out which ass they need to be kissing because amy has her own show but kurt is you know the big dog on social media so it's like how do you decide who <laughs> how your kids gonna eat you gotta kiss one of the asses figure it out ah. <laughs> um more white people news lady gaga is releasing an italian cookbook with her daddy Mm-hmm. Mm. that's right uh apparently um the singer songwriter known as lady gaga will be releasing a cookbook in november called joan trattoria cookbook classic recipes and scenes from an italian american restaurant with her father joe german germanata uh inspired by the restaurant joe and his wife cynthia own and operate in manhattan's upper west west side called jones trattoria uh the cookbook has collected recipes and entertaining anecdotes inspired by joe's world famous restaurant joe himself authored the book while gaga penned the ford so there you guys go get you some lady gaga food in your life and everybody look forward to that right more white people news taylor swift gave a million dollars to help louisiana flood victims that's very sweet of that lying son of a bitch you lied taylor your money don't erase them lies you caught on camera but it still helps though. you busted now nah, I, don't, I don't i'm not as angry as everybody else is with taylor swift Me but either. i never really i never really get that angry i mean how can you be so angry at the person who made shake it out i don't understand i really don't i don't get it guys okay i mean when your boot when your booty is moving to that beat i mean it's so hard to stay mad it's just ain't it though you know um 
but yeah she uh she gave a million dollars to them and that's good man um you know that's dope that people are gonna be taken care of um uh, with her money um and i hope that she helps as many people as possible dog and me too uh you know i'm sure that a lot of people be like so can kanye chill out now i don't know kanye does what the fuck kanye wants <laughs> britney spears will perform at the vmas for the first time in nearly 10 years white folks mm-hmm. she back guess who's back <laughs> that's right um so the last time she did it was 2007 she was a shell of herself someone decided she should open the vmas the performance was critically paying at the time oh i do remember this yes oh my god it was so bad this back when i like occasionally would catch a white people's award show oh my god i just remember being like what the fuck happened to britney spears is she on drugs um like people was she, thinking, does, she, she does shows in vegas now right mm-hmm. yeah okay. she's been doing it for a while but um apparently um she's coming back for a comeback this year mm. she announced in a video that she's performing at this year's vmas for the first time in nine years the clip features homages to all of her iconic performances the boa constrictor the wedding outfit the red latex it's it's britney bitch mm, that's gonna be interesting Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see the next day when white people tell me how it was. Um ah! Bop. Uh, <laughs> um all right, let's get to some guest race. I don't feel like talking about white people anymore. Um I think we kinda uh we kinda exhausted that. Um so let me get to guest What race. white nonsense is this? Um, ah, ah, ah! All right, take your time take your time all right here we go now that is time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that is time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time you messed up that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across our podcast land we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today the chat room and karen to guess the race and the chat room plays along and the chat room is racist um and today's guess the race is brought to you by bevel that's right bevel is the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps get clear smoother skin with bevel smell better okay it comes with a really sleek sexy looking starter kit you open it up it's like opening up a fresh pair of nikes mm-hmm. and you negroes love those don't you oh lord the starter kit comes with a safety razor shaving brush blaze primer oil shaving cream and a cool storm bomb it's time to upgrade your shave routine okay you're looking whack out there using the white man shotgun razors on your face Go to getbevel.com, use code TBGWT, get 20% off of your first month at getbevel.com, code TBGWT. Now, let's get back to this racism. Um, Let's see, what story do I want to cover? How about, um, here's one. Wife and mother of three was arrested after planning to kill her husband using castor beans to make rice and poison. What the hell's a castor bean? I would assume it's some type of bean, Karen. That's right. Is it made out of castor oil? What's happening here? 
i would assume it is not made out of castor oil but i don't know maybe castor oil comes from these beans i don't know okay i'm just reading the headline like you can <laughs> yeah okay oh wife and mother yeah, the beans out here mm. beans beans bad for your heart mm-hmm. beans beans that kill you a wife and mother of alabama is accused of planning to kill her husband with rice and poison produced from castor beans Kristen may vining 32 was arrested on charges of conspiracy to commit murder along with eric william lipscomb 23 both were taken to shelby county jail and are being held at fifty thousand dollar bond each the pair had planned to kill her husband gene franklin vining the third using castor beans to produce rice and poison according to the arrest warrants the mother of three brought lipscomb from ohio to alabama on july 21st to help her kill her husband shit wow okay uh the county district attorney jill lee said that the shocking case evolved quickly and the investigation is ongoing um the relationship between kristen vine and lipscomb is unclear Mm, probably fucking she worked at a as a receptionist for a birmingham area surgeon and has two daughters and a son with her husband so three kids ain't gonna have no daddy rice and poison is found naturally in castor beans and can be made from the waste material left over from processing the beans in addition it can be produced in the form of mist powder or pellet and it can be dissolved in water or weak acid if castor beans are chewed and swallowed the rice and that's released can cause serious injury an adult can be killed after ingesting a dose of purified rice and powder the size of a few grains of table salt damn this is some shit that can just be it's just out there in the world right there's all kinds of shit out there that'll kill you we don't know nothing about how the hell do you even get castor beans then can i you, have no idea you can't just buy these over the counter it don't sound like God, no so you got to know to know somebody why ain't this shit illegal you could just boil it up and kill somebody yeah anyway guess the race of kirsten may vining i'm gonna go with she was very creative black black all right um let's see what the chat room thinks um uh poison was the only seasoning she added to the beans white (laughs) white castor beans to poison someone instead of greasing them edges oh i be unnecessary i put unnecessary veggies in anything everything white um breaking bad white as fuck uh black white white uh black woman would have just used hot grits that's too much work white ah well karen you missed it the correct answer was white i'm terrible at this game i don't know how you missed that some people did get it right I don't know how you missed it just because um feels a black woman she probably would use like black eyed peas ah! pinto beans you know red beans and rice i don't know why you just totally whiffed on that these are some very white looking people um and she's definitely fucking that that dude on the right i don't know what her husband looks like but she's fucking that dude she all right uh let's do another one uh let's see let's go to the bonus round here i'm not gonna play the music oh somebody said you could buy more amazon Ugh, damn you can fuck somebody up i guess um all right let's see here i don't want to die i have kids body cam footage shows a cop pleading and wrestling with a wanted sex offender who pulled a gun on him 
police in oklahoma have released body cam footage showing the moment an officer enters the trailer of a wanted sex offender is threatened with a gun police went to the home in spiral in lafleur county uh amid reports that the man was living there johnny thomas reed 70 was wanted in connection with the case of child sexual abuse in missouri we were told that he may possibly be trying to flee the area is the reason why there was urgency to get out of there and speak with him however seen in the footage the officer follows reed into the travel trailer is immediately confronted with a gun the body camera equipment recorded the conversation between the two mr reed i need to talk to you for a second the officer said all right talk away reed told the officer my understanding is that you have some warrants out of missouri you, you need to stop step outside for me okay let me put get my suspenders on reed replied officer tells reed that he shouldn't but reed retreats anyway the officer follows reed turns and pulls a gun the two struggle for several minutes as the officer pleaded with reed to drop the weapon mr reed don't do it let me have a firearm okay the officer continued mr reed please let go of the gun i don't want to die i've got kids the officer who is not being identified then fires his weapon hitting reed in the hip reed was subdued taken to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries he would require surgery to remove the bullet the officer has been placed on leave pending the outcome of the investigation however the chief said he stands by the officer's actions 100 percent. i believe he had every intention of shooting the officer i'm 100 behind him he did everything he had to do we will be held on charges of child molestation aggravated battery and assault with a deadly weapon on a police officer failure to register as a sex offender and possession of a firearm after felony convictions he had an outstanding warrant in missouri for child molestation uh guess the race three first names white all right let's see what the chat room says um for their guests uh herbert from family guy white <laughs> trailer check three names check pulled a gun on the cop live check whitest person in the history of white people um cops would have used an explosive robot for hakeem white uh to put this in guest the race or white people news had to be tough <laughs> impossible white criminal white policeman easily could have claimed the white man molester was sweet tea uh calmed him with sweet tea white the correct answer is and i think everyone got it white yeah that's uh i mean obviously he was white i mean he's still alive so ah <laughs> he put a gun on a cop and they let him live on, what a y'all. world what a world what i got kids is. don't do it <laughs> all right let's get it to um sore ratchetness and then we'll get out of here I'm getting tired it's been a long week next week everyone try not to rape anybody and have it show up in the news can we just cross our fingers guys all right let's try to get back to being silly dead um alleged daycare froster approved to work with children despite a sword attack there and terror investigation revelations tonight about the man at the center of an investigation into oh god i can't play this whole clip it's nine minutes jesus christ oh who, what do we got to what what's that important i mean i appreciate them taking it so serious but come on uh apparently 
a man charged with fraud as part of an investigation into suspected funneling of millions of dollars in australian taxpayer money to islamic state has was authorized to care care for children in his home despite being convicted of threatening to kill someone with a sword at a shopping center Mm-mm-mm. hussein dandachi 26 was charged last friday with warting more than eighty thousand dollars in child care benefits for daycare services uh that were allegedly never provided as part of australian federal police afp investigation into an alleged fraud syndicate suspected of funding isis the re- revelation about dandachi on uh monday night 7 30 program has sparked questions about how he continued to be authorized to work with children despite being under close watch by counterterrorism authorities and becoming involved in a standoff with police at gunpoint in which he threatened them with a sword he was arrested last week and raised on the sydney child care network which was founded founded by australia's highest ranking terrorist mostafa mohammed who calls himself abu Sulaiman um and is now a senior official for the job hot uh Nusra terrorist group in syria the network has claimed nearly 27 million dollars in government subsidies since 2012 and employs nearly 600 home providers of family daycare shit man people have been unable to locate a massive portion of the 27 million dollars i mean police and are investigating whether the money was defrauded to fund I- isis uh, potentially making Australian taxpayers one of the biggest funders of the terrorist group. Wow. Uh, they uncovered a network after Dandachi, a 26-year-old waterproofing contractor, was stopped from boarding an international flight from Sydney late last year and his passport was canceled. Authorities suspected he was bound for the Middle East to join ISIS. AFP uh, launched an investigation into him and discovered he was claiming tens of thousands of dollars in government subsidies to provide daycare services in his home. You don't say. Yep. White uh well he's middle eastern of some sort oh my bad but uh that's a white crime that that is um yeah that is a pretty white crime but at any rate man that's why you gotta take sword ratchetness seriously man if they would have investigated it and taken it serious they would have gotten this guy before he could even do any of this shit mm-hmm. all right guys we'll be back next week or this saturday uh premium people uh balls deep is out i think i have another pre-game to put out so you guys are getting a lot this week all right we appreciate y'all for listening um also if anybody watched outcast hit me up i do need to think about doing an off-season review depending on what the interest for that is i have no idea i feel like i'm the only person in the world that watched that whole shit but uh yeah so if anybody watched outcast let a brother know and uh maybe we can uh maybe we can recap it uh until then i love you i love you too